Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. <laughs> you stop pulling faces at me. Week four of this current decluttering challenge, uh, experiment <laughs> rather, and uh, yeah, week four of the men's game. How are you finding it, Ben? Okay, to quote myself. <laughs> the best people do. Around the 21st of October. And I wish I had an audio, like a, a mobile recording of this, but uh, I was walking around the house aimlessly between jobs at my desk so I was just having one of those breaks and I was like oh I'll take the opportunity to declutter for today and it was probably 2021 items to do and I was walking around and I picked up a couple of cufflinks that I don't Mm -hmm. use anymore and other small things from our bedroom and put them on the table and then walked into another room and then another and another and then 15 minutes later I came to you and I said, I don't own that many things anymore. Uh, I don't have that many things to get rid of anymore. And I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) You had a little bit of a tantrum. I had a tantrum. I had a breakdown. (laughs) Breakdown? Uh, You did. I felt like it. Yeah. I got really stressed at it. You did. And I think it's, I do think it's interesting to, to kind of unpack that a bit because I, it's not true. We do have more to let go of, mm. but it's it's not easy. Mm. Last week was much easier, I felt, and I think that was partly circumstantial because yeah. we were moving stuff around when we, you know, we came... moved back. De- we moved back in, and yeah. you know, we had we were decluttering as we were going. It was quite easy. Yeah, in that regard, it was. I don't know. It was just easier. You, yeah. It, it's one. Yeah, I don't know whether it's because you were moving things or if because we've just reached that point now where we have quite literally taken away all the surface clutter that wasn't there to begin with this time around. And we've taken away maybe the next two or three layers of clutter. And we're at that point where the only stuff that remains either is not ours to touch, which is the kids stuff. So we've only, we've only included books of the, of the kids in this particular experiment, not their toys, not their clothes, anything else. So it's either not our stuff to, to let go of, or it needs to be processed before we can let go of it. You know, we've got a box of photos, like a physical old photos that we could let go of, except that we need to scan them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and, and there's stuff in the office that can go, but it needs to be processed. Like we'll need to scan some documents before we can recycle them. We need to go through the, like the box of, hmm. of um, camera equipment and let go of the stuff that, we don't use anymore but it's like it's it's not it's no longer quick like it's no longer mm-hmm. a, a grabbing kind of walking through a space going yes that can go yes that can go yes that can go it's it's i don't know it's, it's got to a point where there's more, more work involved which is not a bad thing mm. i think it, it kind of means that we're really getting there yeah but the last couple of days i will admit have been quite tough i've got to just, it's i've gone search like really searching for stuff now mm. like it's not 
surface. It's not stuff that you can see anymore. No. It's not the stuff in a drawer. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's stuff that's hidden. Because this is the thing. I was walking around the house and went, I've used that in the last year. You know, that's how I... That's how I justify getting rid of stuff, like whether I've actually used it. Mm. I think maybe we're at the point where we can possibly start to re-evaluate those questions that we're asking about things as well. Because we could, we, we pretty much everything that we own mm. that we still have has been used in the last year. Mm. Doesn't necessarily mean that we need to keep it though. Like, yeah. There's a lot of things I'm thinking about the kitchen drawers, for example. But you clean those out. I did. That was one of the first things yeah. that I went through. But I'm wondering how it will feel to do it again, which I'm going to, and see if I can't view it with that kind of oh. clinical eye. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I think that there is a level of stuff there. And this is, I guess, my biggest problem with the idea of decluttering as an end in and of itself. It becomes sort of an obsession and you start to view everything everything through that yeah that lens and initially that's not that's a good thing but one when you get to a certain point maybe and i don't know i'm just thinking kind of out loud with this but maybe when you get to a certain point it almost becomes counterproductive to continue to search for things to let go of because the the whole idea about simplifying is to make living you know easier easier, Mm. and to do more of the living and less of the caring about stuff Mm. and it's meant to open up space in your life and if you allow the process of decluttering to become the thing that fills that space over time Mm. i don't know it's is that counterproductive is that then stopping you from doing the things that you wanted to be able to do in the first place i think probably a bit of both like I think that there is absolutely room for it. And we've been through that process time and time again, where you, in the moment, give up whatever it is that you wanted to do in order to simplify. But then I think, where does it become a kind different of, mm. kind of clutter, like a mental clutter maybe? I don't yeah. know. When does it becoming, When does it become obsessive compulsive? No, that, sorry, but that's not the same thing. That's <laughs> could, it, could you develop some sort of obsessive compulsive issue around decluttering obsessive compulsive disorder is like it's it's a separate thing you can become you can become obsessed with the idea yes which is what i see sometimes people who are really in the like in the thick of decluttering can't necessarily think beyond that like they Mm. can't benefit from the space that they're creating because all they think about is decluttering that's right but i think that's separate to obsessive compulsive disorder i just wanted like it, it is that's a a mental disorder that people... Okay, you know more than I do, but I was, I was just thinking it could easily get in the next week for me. Like, I'm, I'm obsessing about it. Are you? Hmm. Mm. And that's not pleasant or fun. Good. Yeah. It's not these, these experiments of... How are you feeling about it? I'm in a, a constant senseless state of disbelief and... <laughs> Over-dramatisation? Yep. <laughs> struggling with it yeah yeah i it's it's been interesting i did so this this week i've kind of focused on a few areas i went through the bathroom cabinet like the vanity and it's just like empty bottles and things that just hadn't actually Mm. been removed i was surprised that i could get Mm. so many items out of that small space which i thought was fairly simple anyway i mean i've got my makeup and skincare and stuff down to really a few basics Mm. 
uh, and sample things that come if you buy something online people will send you a sample of an yeah, eye cream oh, and I'm like come on yeah. it's just annoying don't do it yeah. um, because it's just resources that go into it that I don't really want to you know to buy the that product um, so there was the the bathroom the linen cupboard which was really a nice feeling actually so we've got down to two sets of sheets per bed mm-hmm. uh, and then we've got some winter linens which we've packed away and that's it like it's really simple mm-hmm. and I, I took a few old face washes and a couple of old towels and an old like you know doona to the vet mm-hmm. how was that great I've done it before and they were really happy for the, the towels and the, they use it for bedding for yeah. know, sick animals and stuff yeah. Uh, so that was a really good reuse because they were all really old. Like they mm. weren't in a position really, to be yeah. reused by someone else. Mm. Uh, and that, that was a nice feeling because that's bulky, that stuff. You don't, you know, you walk into the linen cupboard and uh, it just feels full, even though mm. it's not. Mm. One thing that we have done this week, so we had the house painted. Uh, we haven't put anything on the walls yet. No, no, it's so good. Yeah. Really Is like it? it? You like it? I really like plain walls. Yeah. So we, we didn't have a lot, but we had a couple of areas of the house that had um, photos, like collections of photos on the wall. And then we had one area in our back room that had three big pieces of art. And that's, that's it. But we don't have anything on the walls at the moment. And it's kind of nice. I, you know, it's interesting. I like it. Like, I like it. I really enjoy having just an open, light-filled mm. space. I enjoy art, though. So. Same. Yeah. And I'm, I'm wondering where the line is, I guess, and it's probably different for everyone. But my biggest concern is not like my personal experience of the space, mm. but what people would think if they came over to our house, which is so funny because I don't think about that stuff much anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, will we look boring? Will we look bland if we don't have stuff on our walls? So that's kind of interesting. So I think the experiment within the experiment is to just see... We've got everything that was on the walls put away in a cupboard at the moment. And it would be really interesting to see what comes back and I why. Half, I reckon half of it. Yeah. How would you feel, though, if we didn't have any photos, family photos up around the house? Which we currently don't. At the moment, fine. Because hmm. I'm cold-hearted. <laughs> Obviously. It's going to be interesting the next week. Really, really interesting. I've got a few Trump things up my sleeve. Are you decluttering Trump? Yep. <laughs> I'm taking him out and putting him in the rubbish. I'm not. That's not. That's not. Um, so, next experiment for next month. We've got a week to go. We finish on the 31st. Yep. And so we need to give people an idea of what we're going to be doing really briefly for the month of November. Yes. And then, next, I think next week also we should go through like, what's the most ridiculous item or, or thing that you've got that you still didn't let go of, let go of. Okay. and it could have been like emotionally or otherwise do you know what I mean yeah okay that's a good idea I'll give everyone a bit of a clue here of mine okay should we start again Okay. Okay. <laughs> you're going to you're going to yep. expand on that. Okay. <laughs> so what are we doing next month? Next month, I, I get the sense that you're very weighed down by this month's experiment. Next month we are going with something that anyone can join in on. There's no preparation involved. There's no 
you know, <laughs> equipment <laughs> required. We're just going to commit to playfulness every day. So every single day we are going to, uh, to, to play. Doesn't, it, it could be five minutes, it could be an hour, it could be writing a poem, drawing a picture, playing a game, taking the frisbee out to the park, going for a run and, you know, doing cartwheels or something along the way. It, anything, anything that kind you know, that feeling you get when you embrace playfulness as an adult and you get this kind of heart swell feeling. Yeah. It's, there's something really magical in it. And I'm currently reading The Little Prince, which I'd never read before. And it's making me incredibly sad because it, it sort of talks through all these adults who are caught up in their very adult grown up problems which to the eyes of a child are very silly. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing really that I, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm getting play and, and imagination and creativity are so important. And we constantly push them to the side in the name of productivity or very serious adult kind of things that we need to do. And I want to bring that playfulness back and see, just see for a month, see what impact it has. And of course, you don't need to have kids to do this. You, if you do have kids, embrace it with them. You know, play a game, make one night a week family game night, and you know, sit down and watch a, a family movie with them, or build a blanket fort, or you know, engage them with it as well, so they can see that you're in their world. But if you don't have kids, just do what's fun. You know, mm. I just, I don't know. Mm. I just think that there's something really embrace your inner child. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. That might be actually a better way of putting it, embracing your inner child. Yeah, I like that. So anyway, that's what we're doing in November. Cool. All right. I've got a week, a week left of decluttering. Enjoy. Thanks. So yeah. last week was 147 items. Yeah. The final week will be... 200. Two. Yeah, it'll be about 200. 196 items. Oh. So smart. Yes, I, that was just off the top through, of my head. Through your head, yeah. Yeah, I'm very, very smart. Yeah, and this week was tough. I don't, Whoa. don't know about no, next week. I'll, I'll, I reckon we'll, I'll go all right this week. Yes, because you have your Trump decluttering to do. <laughs> Hope everyone enjoys their week. Have a great week. Bye. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.